Hey everybody, welcome into Montana at Noon. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milas. To start our show, let's take a look at that extended weather command forecast. Today it's going to be sunny, then partly cloudy, with a 20% chance of thunderstorms. Highs will be 85 to 90 degrees and west winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight it's going to be mostly cloudy, with a 40% chance of rain showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms. Lows will be 55 to 60 degrees and northwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tomorrow it's not going to be as warm and partly cloudy, with a 20% chance of rain showers and highs in the mid-70s. Northwest winds will be 5 to 15 miles per hour. And tomorrow night it's going to be mostly clear with lows around 55 degrees and north winds 5 to 10 miles per hour, shifting to the south after midnight. And coming on Friday, it's going to be warmer and partly cloudy in the morning, then becoming sunny with highs 85 to 90 degrees and southwest winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. And Friday night, it's going to be partly cloudy with lows around 60 degrees. This Saturday, it will be partly cloudy with a 20% chance of thunderstorms and highs 80 to 85 degrees. And Saturday night into Sunday, it's not going to be as warm and mostly cloudy. To continue our show, let's see what's going on in our local news. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is proposing to purchase a perpetual conservation easement on 11,285 deeded acres in southern Blaine County, about 50 miles south of Chinook. The proposed easement, called the Lone Tree Conservation Easement, conserves native habitat including grasslands, sagebrush, and shrub grasslands, and scattered patches of coniferous forest near the Missouri Breaks. The public is invited to comment, and a public meeting will be held at Hensler Auditorium in Haver on June 30th at 6 p.m. Due to COVID-19 restrictions, seating will be limited to 35 people. For any additional information or questions, please contact Scott Hemmer at 265-6177. Public comment will be accepted until 5 p.m. on July 11th. Haver Public Schools Board of Trustees met Tuesday, June 23rd, and approved Superintendent Andy Carlson's notice of retirement. The board then opened up a discussion on how to move forward in considering candidates for the superintendent vacancy. HPS Chair Aileen Couch presented three options to begin this quest. These options included either holding a national, a local, or an in-house interim candidate search. The board concluded they would go with option three to find an interim candidate, and only open up the position to school district employees for now. In-house employees may apply to the position until June 29th at 5 p.m. After this deadline, the board will discuss the candidates that have applied at their next meeting scheduled for June 30th. Bearpaw Development Corporation has announced a $750,000 revolving loan to assist existing business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs with their startup expansion needs. The announcement comes after they were awarded $600,000 in federal funds by the U.S. Economic Development Administration, which they plan to match with $150,000 in their own funds. Bearpaw Development Executive Director Paul Tuss says this new fund is expected to attract $1.5 million in private investment and will add to their estimated $8 million in already existing loan funds. Frankly, we're running low on loan funds. And so this is a wonderful opportunity to replenish our loan fund and to let the business community know if they have needs in the financing uh, arena, uh, we're certainly available to assist them with those. Individuals interested in starting a business who have financing needs, as well as existing business owners looking to expand, can contact Bearpaw Development at 265-9226. And folks, that will do it for our local news today. Now let's see what's going on in and around our state. 
The Montana-based Frontier Conference has announced abbreviated football and volleyball schedules this fall. League football teams will play an eight-game schedule against other conference teams, with each playing two games against one league opponent. The season will run from September 12th through November 7th and will allow teams to qualify for the NAIA playoffs. The league volleyball teams will play a 20-game schedule over a 10-week period from September 11th through November 14th. Home teams will host the same opponent on Friday and Saturdays and will play each league team four times, twice at home and twice on the road. An appeals court has ruled dinosaur fossils worth millions of dollars unearthed on an eastern Montana ranch belong to the owners of the land's surface rights. The 9th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals last week upheld a 2016 ruling by U.S. District Judge Susan Waters that found dinosaur fossils were part of the surface estate, not the mineral estate. The owners of the mineral rights appealed. A three-judge panel of the 9th Circuit overturned Waters' ruling in 2018, but Mary Ann and Lige Murray asked for a larger panel to hear the case. After a divided Montana Supreme Court ruled fossils are not minerals, the Ninth Circuit Court upheld Waters' ruling. Montana officials project a reduction in revenue as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, but say those losses will likely be recouped in the next two fiscal years. The state legislative fiscal division projects general fund revenue to drop by nearly 13% in the fiscal year that begins July 1st. The state's revenues are then predicted to rise by 15% over the next year. State Budget Director Tom Livers said Tuesday the state can overcome its economic challenges and that Montana is in a good position compared to some other states. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in coronavirus relief payments have been sent to people behind bars across the United States, and the IRS wants the money back. The federal tax agency is asking state officials to help claw back the cash it says was mistakenly sent. The legislation that authorized the payments during the pandemic doesn't specifically exclude jail or prison inmates. An IRS spokesman says the agency is relying on the Unrelated Social Security Act, which bans incarcerated people from receiving some types of benefit payments. Some groups say inmates need the money, especially if they have been recently released. Sales and oil tax collections in North Dakota are well below forecasts due to the coronavirus outbreak. But budget leaders say overall revenue is ahead of the legislature's projections for the current period. State Office of Management and Budget Director Joe Morissette presented the latest revenue figures to the legislature's Finance Committee Tuesday. May revenue to the state's general fund for government operations was down about 19 percent, or $36 million from a 2019 legislative forecast. But overall, state revenue is running nearly 2 percent, or $45 million ahead of the forecast. Flathead County search and rescue teams are looking for a man who was swept away when the raft he was in capsized in the Flathead River near Columbia Falls. Sheriff Brian Hino says the raft collided with a rock Tuesday afternoon. The man's wife and two children were able to get back in the raft. Dale Sandquist of Hungry Horse says he was going past in his jet boat when he heard someone yell for help. He said he grabbed the man by the hair but was unable to hold on because of the strong current. Crews planned to continue searching Wednesday. The man's name has not been released. And that will conclude our state news today. Now let's check out those wheat prices per bushel. In Hill County, winter wheat is $3.92, while spring wheat is $4.76. In Blaine County, winter wheat is $3.82, while spring wheat is $4.71. In Liberty County, winter wheat is $3.97, while spring wheat is $4.76. 
In Shoto County, winter wheat is 392, while spring wheat is 476. And in Phillips County, winter wheat is 377, while spring wheat is 466. Now let's go ahead and take a look at our funeral notices. Carol Ann Upshaw passed away of natural causes at the Sweet Memorial Nursing Home in Chinook on April 8th, just four days after her 76th birthday. Cremation has taken place and a graveside service will be held at 10 a.m. on Friday, July 10th in the Calvary Cemetery. A reception will follow the graveside service at the Eagles Club in Chinook. Funeral services will be held for Jill Bold, including a rosary vigil Wednesday, June 24th at 7 p.m. at St. Margaret Mary's Catholic Church in Big Sandy, Montana. A funeral mass will be held June 25th at 1 p.m. at the Bold Ranch south of Chinook. A meal will be provided. Please bring a potluck salad or dessert of your choice. You can also bring your own beverage if you desire. If you have any questions, you can contact Amanda at 406-399-2887. Gordon David Mose, 74, passed away peacefully in his sleep at his home in Big Sandy on Saturday evening, June 13th. All of his children, grandchildren, and his wife were able to be home that day by his side. Cremation has taken place and the memorial services will be held at St. Margaret Mary's Catholic Church at 2 p.m. on Friday, June 26th. A reception to celebrate Gordon's life will follow his memorial service at Paul Williams Memorial Park. Robert Bud Boyce, 88, passed away surrounded by his family due to natural causes at his Haver residence on Sunday, June 21st. Cremation has taken place, and due to COVID-19 restrictions, a private family memorial mass will be held. His family would like to invite his friends to a celebration of Bud's life at 1 p.m. on Thursday, June 25th at Pepin Park, where everyone can gather to eat and share stories while social distancing. They have suggested memorial donations be made in his name to Yellowstone Boys and Girls Ranch. And folks, that will conclude our show today. I want to thank you for tuning in. And remember, we are your primary news source seven days a week on KOJM and KPQX. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milas, and I'll catch you next time on Montana at Noon.